0: Welcome Return to Oswald. I'm Derek. That's Scar. That's Brandon. One thing I really hate is having my fucking time wasted. I mean, I really fucking hate it. And this episode was a waste of my goddamn time. Like, I'm going to say that before I even ask how y'all are doing or what y'all thought about this episode. If we're treating the last episode, episode eight, like it was a season finale, because really it was. Because whenever they start up a new season, they go six months into the future. So really, this is a new season that's still a part of season four. This episode was literally the emptiest episode that I've ever had experience on Oz. And it literally added up. It amounted to nothing. It literally amounted to nothing because at the end, everything they worked for, they scrapped that shit. And that's just this episode pissed me the fuck off. Brandon, how you doing?
1: I love this episode. This might have been the funniest episode of Oz <laughs> they've ever had. I laughed nonstop. I thought this was a comedy. This was insanely funny. Like the, the the acting was funny. The plots were funny. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I laughed so hard especially out <laughs> at that new prisoner he was hilarious Eddie No, King was... we we
0: going to talk about Eddie, Eddie King. we going to talk Eddie about King. Eddie Kane who can't Eddie be nothing King. but be, he can't be he can't be nobody but Eddie King that nigga cannot i don't know what it is about folks who were on that movie him and Leon but neither one of them can be anything but Leon and Eddie King Scar how you doing
2: i i wouldn't say i hated the episode um, I do think that this is typical for the first episode of a season, and you can tell that, like, you know, they were like, "Oh, The Sopranos is running behind. We need some more episodes of Oz." And then they, this is like the first thing that they could come up with. Like, mm-hmm. this wasn't, this didn't seem like it was playing very well. It mm-hmm. was just like we need a reason to start a new season.
0: Let let's 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 base this around a news story and then sort of base it around Adebisi and the videotapes
2: nah, no not really not, not really is is it's not like it's not like it's based around an actual news story someone decided they wanted to film in Oz and then they just go fishing for the actual story it's yes. like bro- we had no fucking story when you got here Like you got approval From the, the commi- governor and the Fucking commissioner right you got Approval from both of them and you Don't know what your story is gonna be And you're gonna bring in some 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 Big big time dude To fucking To 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 spend a night in Oz And interview prisoners and that shit like that That nigga
0: reminded me so much of a British Geraldo It wasn't even funny
2: You know what I can see
0: it. I couldn't help it. As soon as they said that he was going to pull off that stunt, that shit that Geraldo used to do. And Brandon, I know you being a uh, political science savant, you remember Geraldo pulling all them stunts, going to uh, uh, Al Capone's tomb and all that kind of shit. That
2: shit, the Al Capone thing was the That's fun. why I thought this was great. This is this <laughs> the real shit. Because there was absolutely nothing there.
0: <laughs> just like this story. So, this episode is called Medium Rare and you know, um since like the second episode of season 1, HBO Max allows you to skip the intro. So I've always skipped the intro of the show because it isn't like the music changes like good shows like The Wire does. You know, every season it's a new song and it gets better and better. When you walk through the garden, you know what I'm you talking sure, about. You sure it got better? Every single season, the the music, the music changed. It got better. The show was the show.
2: I mean, but there's, there's some shows that uh, the, the music changed and it's a different version of the song and it got worse. Weeds is one that comes to mind.
0: Yeah. We don't talk about weeds around here. That's like the fucking Green Lantern movie.
2: Never seen it, and I'm glad I didn't.
0: Yeah, you should never see weeds because that shit is literally I, white woman privilege, like a motherfucker. I
2: clocked out every, like season
0: three. Let's talk about Romney Malco spending his entire life pursuing this white woman who doesn't like him. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, I watched the intro of this episode because I was doing something. I was also working while I was uh, doing while I while the intro was going, and so I forgot to skip it. When did they start putting titties and nudity and all that sex into the intro? I don't mean to sound like an old white person, but they just had like Claire's titties in the intro and, and two guys fucking and just. Claire, Claire and her dick tits. Who wasn't in this episode at all?
2: Nope, not at all.
0: I wonder if uh, she got wait, 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 fired in between the six months <laughs> <let's> decide, <laughs> for, fucking, for fucking Ryan because they really dropped that story off.
2: Yeah, that's, that story went absolutely nowhere.
0: They drop stories off in here like the WWE trying to make trying to get a jobber over. Like remember that one jobber? I think it was a Brooklyn Brawler, and he went on like a winning streak or something like that.
1: <laughs> no, you are talking about Barry Horowitz? Yes,
0: <sighs> that was great. Gilberg. This isn't great, um, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we start, it's six months later, um, and Morales and Chuck, you're back in Emerald City. Uh, And there's this useless part that begins when they're discussing what type of a beard a picture on a game show is. It was it it was a harbinger for the entire episode. Um, The warden has shaved. Um, He also doesn't want the uh, television crew to get in the eyes of film behind closed doors, which is a good idea because the COs are crooked as fuck. The inmates are still in race riot hell and people die every day, B. And what he said was later on down the line, he was like, I'm not worried about what the inmates do. I'm worried about how the COs look in this motherfucker. I'm worried about us. Right. (laughs) Um, So... However, the commissioner and the governor have both agreed to make it happen. And he was like, then why the fuck did you ask me then if you knew what the answer was? And Lisa was like, because I wanted to see the look on your face.
1: Good service right there.
0: And so um, I guess the governor, like, you know, he he's the, still the governor, which means he, six months later, they did. They have the election yet. Is Alvin no longer even thought about as a competitor for this? Um, well,
2: we, we already knew he won't come back.
0: Yeah, but we already knew the governor was going to win when he didn't die. Um, The governor, or not the governor, but the warden in one of the funniest scenes in the entire episode, in my opinion, uh, gets up on stage in front of the inmates, and he's like, yeah, so there's going to be a camera crew here, and they're going to be recording. Don't look at nothing. (laughs) Don't ask for nothing. Matter of fact, you keep your goddamn eyes shut. (laughs) Is essentially the conversation he has with these motherfucking inmates.
2: Yep. Like they were going into the supermarket.
0: Mm hmm. He was like, and don't forget, y'all might act your ass out here right now. But when they leave, I'm still being this bitch. You heard me. And that was literally the blackest that I've ever seen the governor be. That was the blackest I've ever heard him talk, and I felt it. That's all.
3: Tomorrow and for several days, a television crew will be walking the halls, taping a piece on Oz for their news magazine. (laughs) Quiet down. Quiet! (gasps) Now I know, when the cameras are rolling, you guys will run through your bag of tricks. Plead innocent, Run scams, cry foul, or whatever else you think is going to get you some attention. Get your faces on TV. But let me warn you. When those cameras are gone, I'll still be here. When the story airs, I will be watching. And I won't forget what you say or what you do.
0: That is all. So what happens when the camera crew gets there? Hoyt pulls his dick out. Hey dingling 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 Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, everybody's plotting on what they're going to say when they get on TV and Ryan in particular remembers getting fucked over by the uh the big name on the news crew uh Eldridge, Jack Eldridge. And so this may be his can- his chance to get revenge, but he doesn't just want pants a nigga in the middle of the basketball court type revenge. He wants this nigga dead, like all the way dead. And so how he's going, how he going to pull that off this nigga out in the rain nights like this. I wish the hammer would fall Omar white convicted on January four, two 2001, a murder in the first degree. Sentence to seventy five years and up for parole in twenty. This nigga looked like Eddie Kane in everything he do.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Act like him too, and I mean, dude, you got that heroin itch. He was
2: he was with the shits from the moment he walked
0: in the door. Nigga, was this all one day? I think I that's know. my first question because he was supposed to. They were supposed to spend the day following Eddie. And then after that, they he stays the night with Eddie. Was this all one day? No,
2: I don't think it was. I thought it, I think it was at least two because the the day ended. Um, I know that one of the days ended when she told Sean that she wanted to do some more interviews alone. That was the end of her day. That was the end of her day. He was he was done chaperoning them around. They were getting ready to leave, and and when she got. She was a dog with a bone trying to catch the other part of the story, and she was like, Yeah, I want to do some more interviews.
0: Okay,
2: and, and so that was at the end of one of the days at least.
0: Okay,
1: so
2: Overact-
0: hmm? entire
1: episode overactive from everybody it was hilarious. No, uh, Michael Wright was overactive,
0: yeah, very much yeah. so. Like, I wasn't sure how he was. How he was supposed to act, but he first, first of all, first of
1: all, he kills this woman.
0: Yeah, go for it for no
1: reason, none from what we understand. And he looked scared when he was doing it, and then he didn't kill the little girl.
0: So hey, obviously, he's doing Hey, get and 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 Lisa, the news anchor, was like, in hindsight. <laughs> if you would have gotten away with it, you would have got away with it the, if you killed the little girl. girl. Why'd you kill the motherfucking kid? And he's looking at her like when you write, you right. Like, are you supposed to say that? Right. I think she was really I think that was them just showing that she was really not a good person. <laughs> exactly. But you know, if you had killed the motherfucking kid, you wouldn't be here right now. We heard it was she's for your cousin's wrong. trial. No, no, she's not wrong, but white woman are you allowed to say that in jail I, I,
1: well, i'm with her i think her point was you had no problem killing that that woman in broad daylight so clearly morality is not a thing for you
0: <laughs> true it's women <laughs> and children you already took out one half of that you if I, I could just up.
1: If, if i got enough in me to just shoot a woman who didn't do shit to me in broad daylight tell me i can't kill a kid what's the difference
0: and I mean, he was standing literally in the rain, waiting for him, like yeah, Orange Juice Jones and a shit. A horrible person, right? You're gonna get more horrible.
1: You are already get horrible. Now you're in jail for seventy five years.
0: Huh? But for parole, in twenty five, in twenty, for parole in twenty.
1: I have another question before we go forward. So I was paying attention to, um, God, I always forget the people on the show's fucking names. What's Homeboy's name that does the monologues? Augustus. Augustus. I was listening to Augustus' monologues this episode. Mm -hmm. And what I couldn't figure out was, is Augustus doing the monologue as Augustus, or is that the actor talking about real-life news monologuing Oz? You know, because he talked
0: about... Oh, go ahead.
2: I think it's it, it's him as a separate entity when he's doing these. But y'all think because of that one scene where Adebisi was looking at the fucking computer, that makes him real. And Adebisi was actually watching him on the computer. Like I'm just
0: nigga he was literally he reacted to the computer. If he hadn't reacted to the computer, we'd be like, yeah, we'd be in the same boat as you, but Adebisi literally leaned in, looked at the computer, reacted to the computer the whole nine yards.
1: The reason why I asked that is because they had multiple news channels on Oz this episode. Mm
0: -hmm. None of
1: those news channels were ABC, CBS, or NBC. But But in Augustus' monologue, he talked about watching the news channels, and those news channels are ABC, NBC, and CBS. Mm -hmm. So is Augustus the monologuer, real-life Augustus? is 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 he the watcher just watching Oz?
2: I think you can't is. interfere. I think I think the narrator is uh, he's I don't think he's is Augustus in those moments.
0: I think he's Augustus gloop.
2: I was just curious, you know, that just caught my eye.
0: So um the first person that they really interview is Beecher, and they want Beecher to describe his time in prison, and he's like, uh, have you ever read the book of Joke? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Like, I laugh when I heard that, like, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And then they were like, yo, we heard that everything that happened to you happened with you, Schillinger, and Keller. How did, what, Can you tell us anything more about your relationship with those two? And he's like, yeah, we sing in the choir together. Never heard this phrase before, and yet I feel like it should have been the name of the episode. because what I didn't
1: understand. Beecher. Sure has nothing to lose by telling his story only mm-hmm. everything to gain. They already hate him.
0: Mm-hmm. They were going to kill him
1: they were going to kill him anyway or he already be dead. So if I was Beecher I'd have been like let me tell you what happened since I've been in Oz. It's this white supremacist dude who did this and he did that and he set this relationship up with me and this other dude and then they broke my legs because of it. Then the dude felt bad for me and then we kind of got together and then he got my son, my son killed and he kidnapped my daughter.
2: And
0: like I'd have told I'd have said everything.
2: It ain't everything. Like
0: he's gonna hate you more for telling yeah. you telling your take. T-
2: I think Saeed is the one who really hit it on the head where the guy was like, you know, will you know, we'll 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 let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you answer these questions right here, and then he goes, Well, which ones are actually gonna make it to the air?
1: Oh, that like would be you, on the air though, because they were trying I, to they were trying to get that information out of. They here.
0: wanted the Beecher and 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 Schillinger story before they wanted the add story. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. They didn't, story, to, they didn't want the story honestly. They didn't want story until poet. But poet but, is standing ass naked, ass naked, doing a poem, saying all of the things that he needed to say in rhyme form.
0: Exactly, which is impressive. And 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 Brandon, remember. For newscasters, everything's a story. Even if Beecher's telling the god honest truth, which he was, they're still saying the next story. So that's why I was calling it a story, you know.
1: No, it is a story. I'm saying his is the better
0: story, Beecher way better, better. Story. way better. And and so, um,
2: I, I don't think his is the his his is the better story. For us, I don't think he is the better story for a short series a his, is,
0: his would be the better story for like um, Nightline, but Addabbo's story would be the better story for like Geraldo.
2: I think. I think no. I think Beecher's story is better for long form, like the way that we are receiving it. Because we are slowly watching this man deteriorate and change. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think it's better for long form, not a, like we're doing a three episode series. You know.
1: I mean, Abby's story is more sensational in a way. Yes, I mean, Beach's story is just kind of sad, of like what the downfall of like a good person. Mm -hmm. can do to you at a bc story is fucking wild. it's like in 19 in 2001 you got a black man you got a muslim involved you got homosexuality involved you got drugs involved like you got a power struggle you got like like power looking the other way it's like it checks all the boxes
2: yeah it's um it's that scene in money talks um, where he's where he's talk where um Chris Tucker is talking. It was like, Man, I ain't telling about the money in the holes in the guns. Like, and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you saying this in front of this dude? Um, and, and surprisingly, that was that was uh the guy that he was talking about who played Aaron in that movie was Michael Wright. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was like, you know, like yeah, I ain't gonna tell him about all all of the other stuff, like But, like, you just said it. So, like, now if this dude was really about that life, he would be trying to get the story about the stuff that you just said, asshole.
0: So, we find out in this episode that um, Beecher and Keller aren't cool once again. I guess it's because Beecher was like, I'm going to tell about you killing this dude. And Keller was like, no, you're not. And it's strange that they're mad at each other because Keller is still literally protecting Beecher from everybody. Because Ryan was like, yo, Beecher knows about us killing these two random inmates. And Keller was like, don't you fucking touch Beecher. Like, okay. Like, so you still got this shield of protection around him. The same shield of protection he had around him when he burned himself. You know, um it, it in the in the shower, uh what was that the pre the episode before the last episode? So like he's he's on two sides where he's acting like he doesn't like Beecher, but at the same time he's still pining for Beecher and
2: but but also keep in mind that like all of the dudes that he killed were people that Beecher had sex with.
0: True. So um Schillinger is doing an interview with Lisa, and she's like, You're evil. And he's like, I'm not evil. I'm a grandfather. I have two children. <laughs> I'm a patriot.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I just, you know, I I do what I have to do.
2: I <laughs> know the Lord. So I love family, family, America,
1: <laughs> and God.
0: And guns. And guns. And it was like, I know y'all, you love to label us, huh? And she was like, well, yeah, kind of, you know, got this guy's, you, you kind of got your son to kidnap this other guy's son, and then you killed his son, and you almost killed his daughter, and, you know, Beecher was our Schilling girl was about to say something else, and then Leroy walks by and says, "Um, I got something to say, Schilling is a pussy. It's
2: like, Nick, you couldn't think of a better line than that.
0: So, Rosen <laughs> beats Leroy up and then they uh, kind of alarm, or ring the alarm.
2: The guard area in Unit B is not very far away from that. Why did that fight take so long to break up?
0: I have no clue.
2: So,
3: you're a white supremacist.
0: You people in the media. What do you mean, you people?
3: They love to label us. I know no matter what I say here, you're gonna trim it and make me look like a monster. But I'm no monster. I'm a widower. His first son died tragically.
0: You murdered him.
3: I'm gonna be a grandpa. I believe in family in America, in God. Does that sound evil to you? Now, your other son, Hank, has been accused of kidnapping Tobias Beecher's children and of murdering his son, Gary. The FBI believes you orchestrated the crime. That sounds pretty evil to me. Lady, you don't want to be having opinions about things that you could not possibly understand. Oh, if I didn't know you were such a
4: fine, upstanding citizen, I might consider
3: that a threat.
2: Yo, I got something to say. Schillingers a pussy.
0: <laughs> he said that. Leroy said Schillingers a pussy. And... Didn't see through the bars. Like, how would you miss looking through the bars, ropes, in, and all these white supremacists standing right there on the other side? This nigga just literally Sherman Hemsley walks his way around the corner, right in the ropes in his hands, and gets lifted off his feet, hemmed up against the bars.
2: It's just this is just poor writing at its finest. <laughs> this is this is we were rushed. The Sopranos is running late. That's all all it is. The Sopranos is running late. We rushed.
0: So the next thing we find out is that Omar, who is the new inmate in Oz and is going to be followed around by the uh, camera crew, uh, is bunking with Augustus. Unfortunately, we also find out that he's a raging homophobic guy. he's he's, He's hella homophobic.
2: Yeah, and it wouldn't be worth talking about if it didn't come back later.
0: Exactly, he's a homophobe and he's a heroin addict, and these two things both play into the episode in a way that is so forced that it's like, look, yeah.
2: bro. If I mean you're gonna be in prison for at least twenty five years, you're gonna see a lot of home, homo, homosexuals, you know, you, homosexuals and homosexual acts because. You're in M-City. All that's glass, dog. Like, you
0: (laughs) you know what I'm saying? He steps into Emerald City. He steps into his pod with Augustus. And his first question for him is, you ain't gay, is you?
2: No, I thought
0: he asked for tits first. Dude, he, He asked for tits, and then his first serious question for him, like, past his addiction, is that. Because I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. I'll kill somebody.
1: Y'all always do this.
0: Y'all yeah, no, do. no, Brandon. I realize what his mindset is, and I realize that this is him standing up for his morals and his beliefs. Yes, I know.
1: No, that's not what I was going to say.
0: Oh, they go for it.
1: I was going to say y'all always do this when you're not realizing that that's he <laughs> he don't he th- in the in the the way the episode was was presenting it was to be it it was presenting it as like. Look at this dude. And I was like, yeah, in 2000, I always look at this stuff in the time frame. In 2001, that's exactly what a dude would do. A lot of uh, How many people do we know that say that shit in regular life when you don't even interact with with gay people, right? And so in two, if you take yourself back to 2001 and I were to ask you, what do you think, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say prison? I'm pretty sure most people, you know, people today ain't going to want to admit it, but I'm getting pretty sure most prison. men in the in the top three things that come to your mind is going to be getting raped in prison Damn. or that shit happened in prison in 2001. That's what was going to come to your mind. So you add that to a dude that's already homophobic and then you put him in prison. That's going to be the first thing that come, like I'm not saying that obviously I'm not defending it, but I'm saying I thought that was realistic. Was, to me, that was the most realistic part, one of the most realistic things I've seen on this show because everybody else in prison seems to be okay with it. Like, they use the F-word slur, but, you know, they they almost say it derisively, like, oh, this is that, that F-word or whatever, and they laugh about it. This was the first person we've seen since Shepard, Tommy Shepard, who was just like, no, man, I'm just like, no I can't be around this shit and I'm like that's that's exactly what a lot of men and, and particularly in this case black men in 2001 would come in
2: prison acting like and you're trying to get some tits none of the black people are fucking with you because they think that you're a narc you really think that in the 25 years at least that you have to be here you're not going to have to suck some dick for some drugs unless you're the boss he's the boss he walked in the door fiending. He is not going to be nobody's boss.
0: Yeah, Ryan be to be a boss.
2: He, Ryan thinks,
1: told- he thinks he's going to be beast. That's what he thinks. Mm-hmm. He thinks yeah. he's about to be large and in charge. We'll see if it happens. This ain't going to mm-hmm. be so. He ain't die,
2: so we'll nah, probably see yeah. him
1: again. When, knows, you we'll walk,
2: see. when you walk in fiending, like you a fiend, you are not a boss.
0: So, um, he was
1: he was feigning. That is that, that's that's a hundred percent a fact. And, and <laughs> but here's the thing: I don't mean to cut you over sorry, but I couldn't it. tell if he was acting like a fiend or if he was overacting. I couldn't tell.
0: I didn't know oh, he, he was a king. Thing. overacting it was overacting and that's what i'm saying he has no other style of acting than that
2: yeah (laughs) him and leon both
0: both of them he was in uh uh what's the movie that you were talking about before money talks money talks i almost had more money that's why i had to ask but even when he was in money talks that was probably the most muted he's ever acted and he was still here
2: he was still he was still overacting, but he was overacting like talking
0: like this and mm-hmm. like what do you need from me, Franklin? And like, I swear, like <laughs> he would have thrived in the seventies as an actor.
2: Yes, black exploitation would have been his
0: shit. Yeah, because he looks like he just wants to call everybody a jive turkey motherfucker <laughs> all the time. And so when he's up in here, and and <laughs> listeners, please forgive me for this. I don't be fucking with no faggots. He did because say it, that's like not that. what I do. I kill <laughs> a motherfucker. It's like you were so over. <laughs> that <is> exactly, <laughs> that's right. what I was saying. I, yeah. I, I not this
1: was the funniest episode, and I didn't know if I was laughing, I was supposed <laughs> to be laughing,
2: <laughs> or these people overacting, and it's funny yeah. to me. It's like it's like he did everything but say I ain't dealing with no jive ass niggas. Like he did everything. <laughs> He did everything except say that, because he Don't didn't just say uh,
1: he didn't just say it once to Augustus. He no. kept going on.
0: He went like, in. <laughs> he went in they, on his on his issues with with homosexual men, with gay
2: men. And it was like, dude. And then, like, and and like at the time, you're just like, why are they why are they going on about this? And then they use it later, but they use. I mean, he tried to use it, and then it's just like this. Was never going to work.
4: Come on, let's go. Yo, are oh, you crippled, huh? No, I'm physically challenged. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you ain't this. No, I don't do drugs no more. Well, you you ain't no faggot or nothing. Huh? No. <laughs> Thank God for that.
2: Can't <sighs> stand no motherfucking faggots. He's still going. Christ. That's his money talks voice.
0: <laughs> Thank God for that. Like, first, are you a cripple? No. Do you have drugs? No. Oh God. He, uh, uh, like, he was
1: so. He was very two thousand and one. Yes. That's what I said. But, when I saw that. I was like, that's. I mean, he's an overacting nigga, but, like, if you take away the overacting, he was very 2001.
0: This is what this nigga reminded me of, honestly. Honestly, when I listen to him talk, all I think about is that song that went viral on on Facebook for a while. The dude singing sucker. Why you hating like a job, sucker? Like, that's exactly (laughs) how he was acting. Like, oh, God, just... Yeah, it sounded
2: like he. It sounded like he just walked off the set of Black Dynamite.
0: You know, he sounded like the nigga from um, "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker," <laughs> who was walking down the street with the goldfish shoes and shit. Dynamite. So, also, what the fuck happened to Mobe? Like, I know well, he, got saw him. Up, he got up, but did he, he? Did he get sent to death row? Like, where'd they take him to? Another part of Oz? Like, no, they just ain't put him in Oz. I am. To another
2: I, I am under depression that we will see him again. I think
1: okay. I'm under
2: depression that we will see him again. But I
1: I don't care about him. I want to know where the fuck um the dude that shot the governor is. It's been yeah, six months.
0: He's in. He's in short. He's in Sword and Shield facility. <laughs> they said that in the last one. He's in the Sword and Shield facility um, down the street. Because honestly, if the nigga was in Oz, Leo He'd would help escape. he'd be a hero leo would help him escape although
1: yeah you probably can't put him with leo given the the conflict of interest
0: i mean leo already said i gotta quit being a lieutenant governor because my child needs me i mean (laughs) my friend's child needs me i i I can't do this show because i gotta pick my kid up from daycare (laughs) like that's what leo sounded (laughs) like um but Leo's biggest concern, like I said, is that the COs don't look bad on camera. And Murphy assured, assured him that all the incidents that happened were handled quickly. Um, and which was mostly, like I said, Hoyt showing his dick and going.
3: Aah!
0: They were probably like, hey, everybody, I need you to ad lib something that, that an inmate would do to, you know, the the news crew. I've been watching a whole lot of 60 Days In and all that kind of stuff, and I've never seen anybody flash a dick and be like, "Ah!" so...
1: They don't put that on TV. I'm sure it happens, though.
0: No, they would. They just blur out the dick, just to show how bad the facility is. You don't
1: think a bunch of men that's been in prison that never see women except the one CO wouldn't do that shit? Niggas send unsolicited dick pics who aren't in prison. Just regular ass dudes.
0: True. Yep. <laughs> True. So Leo says, "I don't, I don't care uh, about the incidents. I just don't want them to dig too deep into Adabisi." So of course, a few scenes later is when we get poet saying a poem angrily. Like I feel like he's freestyling this poem because there's no way that he's had this on his mind the whole time, but he's angrily freestyling a poem about how they fucked over, um, how they fucked him over, and how Adabisi got murdered. And I'm still like, why the fuck do you care, poet? BC killed both your homeboys, or 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 melted your face, and melted Pierce's face,
1: and he wasn't saying that for BC. He just wanted to be on TV. He doesn't want to be on TV. He's like, oh, I got something to give you. So you're I can not be gonna on be TV. on. You're not
2: gonna be on TV. You were standing the ass naked, nigga.
1: Like, what? They can shoot you half up. I mean, I guess. He thought he was gonna be on TV. He was like, I gotta give him something that's gonna make sure I get on TV.
0: And he did. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. That's what this is. So they strip me of my clothes. They strip me of my rights. They strip me of my self respect. All because they say I broke the rules, trafficking and illegals. But they, they more guilty than I could ever be. Fucking uppity ups. Say, they the ones that let out BC sing and snort and suck.
2: And when his blood ran out, when his blood got spilt, the truth ran out, and a wall of lies got built. After Saeed greased him, fucking Hacks act like he ain't never even breathed in. And then the lies got buried with his number. you saying there was a cover up? Yeah,
0: there was a cover up. Yeah. Like it's enough to cover up all them high and mighties. The warden too? The warden more than most. All right, come on, that's enough. You see, you see, they still trying to shush me.
3: You got any evidence to back up these accusations?
0: Yeah. There's a videotape out of BC. He documented the whole drama, just like you're doing right here. You know what I'm saying? Right up into the fade. You ask O'Reilly. You act Saeed. All right, West. shut up, poet. Come on, let's go. We got this. He's got something to say. He's always got something to say.
3: Come on, let's go. Pop. Yeah, okay. Conspiracy. Right. Taking nap.
0: Nobody said it at any point, hey, ain't you uh, the guy who got out because your poems were so dope and then you murdered somebody in line while there are other people standing behind him in line? With and a like gun. No-
2: and nobody asked him, like, Look, why are you in why are you in solitary right now?
0: Why, why are you in here? What happened? What what was your part in this? What what'd you set up? Um, but yeah, no, poem was great, even when you know it, it didn't at all seem and, fake when she said she kept going def- with the poem.
2: BC's death is partly on him. Oh,
0: very much so. So yeah, now he he's mad about Adams. it because he goes to the hole. And so he's like, yo, I'm gonna expose the the goal, which well, was he went
1: to the hole because he got in a fight with that white boy for we what reason, we don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and everybody was watching, including Big it's Right, right, right. No, you're right, you're right. That happened at the beginning. They took video of it. To show that he was winning, and they were like, "It's either because he owed drugs, or he had drugs." But they fight, and the shit sounded like the the um, narrator slash poet from um, Hoes on the, uh, what was it? <laughs> hookers at uh, the point.
2: Yeah, hookers at the point.
0: You um, either owe drugs or you hold drugs.
2: Uh, what you call it, um, does a great impression of that. Uh, Fonte does a great impression of that.
0: So then after that, Ryan convinces Omar, hey man, you want drugs? Because the brothers is fucking up. If you want to get drugs, you got to become the leader of the brothers. And in order for you to become the leader of the brothers, you got to kill somebody famous. I know a guy. Like, is this the best play you can come up with, Ryan? No, he,
2: he doesn't say who, and that's he the doesn't. He doesn't say who, just like, yo, you gotta kill somebody famous. It
1: did,
2: it did. Go ahead, hold these drugs real quick.
1: You were saying, Brandon, Ryan is so smooth, man. He got a plan for a plan. He's no, he's the Batman of us.
2: No, he is not because <laughs> his ultimate goal didn't work because his plan went bad. No, his ultimate goal worked. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, he got mean, revenge, on his he revenge on the person brother doing it. Revenge doing he it just it just wasn't the person he initially expected to do the revenge, but it still worked out in his favor. Except he didn't die. Again, he's in critical condition. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, I, I mean, mean I
2: think his plan was to have omar trump Omar up on some shit and then send Omar in that room and have him have Omar do something
0: which is what he was trying to do until he made the mistake of saying, "Hey man, you know, he called you gay, yeah, like seriously, I think first I think, of all, I, first of all, a few things one. Okay, I know that this is prison, and, and like Brandon said, it's 2001, and I'm really going to try and picture this in 2001 form. But, Ryan, you were really taking a risk by going over there, and that's your gambit. That's what you're going to tell him to get him furiously ready to kill somebody mad. is to, Well, I guess it's 2001, testing somebody's manhood in prison.
1: 2001?
0: <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, so before that happens, um, Ryan talks to Eldridge, but uh, won't tell the full story of the incident between Saeed and Adebisi without getting paid. So he gets thrown out. Uh, He tells Eldridge, though, that they met before 20 years prior. So Eldridge goes to research Ryan. Why the fuck would you tell him? Like, if you're mad at him, I mean, thank you for telling me why you're mad at me pretty vague but i can go and get the records i thought that it was just a random ass thing but nope he literally interviewed ryan and his brother and the interview seemed pretty tame i mean it must have angered c or cyril enough to where he broke up their television um but by and large as far as the interview goes it wasn't anything but Saeed then goes and talks to Eldridge, and Eldridge tells or Eldridge accuses him of murdering uh, Ada B.C., and Saeed is like, I thought we were in here to talk about prison issues. And like he said, uh, Eldridge was like, well, you know, we'll get to that story, too, and we'll put that in there. They buttered was
1: like, Saeed up nice and good, too.
0: Saeed had a big-ass grin on his oh, face. I read your books. Oh, you read my books? Oh, shit. You sure. read no, all I three read, of them? I read. No, just that's too.
2: I read, I read two of your books. I,
0: I did three I, I books. I wrote three of them, man. Why, why didn't you read all three? Because that's when he's lying. He didn't read none of his books. That's like saying, I talked to your mama the other day. Oh, my mom died. Mm. Read your books, brother but he was like Said so said um I didn't murder Adebisi I just I I hated Adebisi's ways but I wouldn't have killed him and Eldritch was like well if you didn't murder him then or if you didn't like his ways then why do I have this paperwork of you requesting move into a cell and I'm like damn nigga gotcha. moving in the cells without fail just like within a minute because when um when the mole and Rebido got moved out they sell it happened within like 5 minutes there was no paperwork i didn't but think like, they did paperwork for querns all he had to do was
2: say i moved into his cell because i wanted to try to save him into fucking conversation
1: that's what he said yeah
2: it's like no he di- he didn't really he said he said i didn't like his ways but i don't remember him saying that other No part. he said
1: it he said i was trying to save him oh, okay I mustn't miss
0: that like, part. Well, you ended up dead. <laughs> you didn't save him too well, buddy. Cause he ended up murdered. And so then Saeed is like this conversation's over. And uh well, yeah. Hold on. So uh, yeah, Saeed has this talk with him. Let me go ahead and make sure that I have the volume up for this conversation between the two of these gentlemen. And this happens. I've admired you for years.
3: Thank
4: you. Thank you. The feeling is mutual.
0: I've read both your books.
4: Well, actually, there are three. You know, I've always felt that your conviction was uh, politically motivated. Gentlemen, we're ready. You are. Well, just relax. Relax. Speak your mind. Minister Saeed, you murdered Simon ADBC. Defended myself. He attacked me with a knife. Why? Why did he attack you? (laughs) I was under the impression that we were going to talk about the conditions in ours. Well, isn't this one of the conditions? Brutality? Senseless violence? Um, Was his attack on you unmotivated? No. So you, you said something to him, you did something to him. I'm a Muslim. I did not agree with some of the ways that Adebisi was conducting himself. Then why did you ask to move into BC's pod? You see, I have here a form signed by you, requesting the change. If You hated Adebisi so much. I didn't say I hated him. Then why live with such an animal? I was trying to save him. And yet instead oh, you killed up. What about the videotape documenting A.D.B.C.'s conduct? What about it? You know, right now, I would like to move past this particular conversation and speak about the larger issue. Do you deny that there's a videotape? Every day, we suffer fundamental civil rights abuses. The tape, sir. Yes or no?
1: Answer the question.
3: I am done talking.
1: Minister, we're only trying to get the
2: facts. That part of the story is over. Don't you understand? ABC is dead. ABC is irrelevant.
4: Nothing that brings about the death of a man is irrelevant. You want us to hear what you have to say? Fine. You have to tell us what we need to know first. And then which part will be aired?
0: <laughs> which part would be aired? Hmm. So after that, um, Leo never told. We find out that Leo never told the governor about Atabisi's videotapes. But now that the press knows about it, Leo t- or McManus goes to Leo and says, You know, you should probably tell the governor the truth about this because it's going to come up and you don't want to be fucked over this. Uh, and then McManus goes off the record to Lisa and says that she- why,
2: di- why did he do this? You just tried to protect him and said look.
0: He oh. said the whole way through I'm trying to protect my mans. You need to qu- this is all Querns fault. Yeah, yeah but like better.
2: but why did, and they also, why did it take Querns for him to decide to get rid of those fucking tapes?
0: Yeah, Querns came in like pimp juice Willie and was like nigga, he came in like Dirty D and was like Dirty D, damn it you need to go ahead and get rid of them motherfucking tapes right motherfucking now. And the next thing we knew, the tapes were in the meat grinder. <laughs> like you've been holding on to them tapes for six weird. months. Yeah. How many
2: tapes did you need to hold on to? Especially for a motherfucker who did.
0: You've been holding on to them tapes for six goddamn months. And all of a sudden, Quern's coming like this. What the fuck is that?
3: I get a call asking me if I'm willing to be interviewed by Jack fucking Eldridge. Well, they found out what went on in M-City when you were in charge. They heard about the videotapes. Fuck. When you asked me to resign, you said no one would ever know the reason that we were going to keep it internal so that neither one of us would get hurt. Refused to do the interview. I did. Fine. Where are the videotapes? In a safe place. What are you keeping them around for? Destroy the tapes, Leo. Destroy the goddamn motherfucking tapes now. Right goddamn
1: now. Right?
0: <laughs> he's like, you know what? I think I should destroy those tapes, which is, you know, goes into the kitchen and nobody sees him with a handful of tapes and a fucking meat grinder putting them into the trash. But then he goes into the bathroom and, and Eldridge is in there and he's like, yo, off the record. You want to talk about this? He's like, nah, I was running for Lieutenant Governor. I've done more than enough of uh, interviews and I'm good. But the conversation they have kind of softens Eldridge's heart, I guess. I won't answer. Come on, off the record.
4: Between
3: two guys holding their dicks. I was thinking of running for Lieutenant Governor. I spent too much time in front of the camera. Between you and me off the record? (laughs) That's bullshit.
4: You spent how many years at Oswald? Too many. Yeah, they'd bother you to leave, right? To quit? To be forced out because of some indiscretion? Because some mishandling of the job was exposed on TV?
3: I spent my entire life punishing people. Over the years, I've had to make choices. Some were good, some led to violence lives have been lost, and I, I wonder, could I have stopped the carnage?
4: Simon Eddie Beasley. could you have prevented his death?
3: Yes. Falls on our truth, I should be fired. But I'm afraid whoever they bring in to replace me would only be worse. It's a terrible thing to reach this point. Realize your whole life has been a sham.
4: So for a man whose job has been to punish others, you ultimately punish yourself more than anyone. Off the record?
3: Yes.
0: No comment. But that was more than enough because Jack came out the bathroom and was like, we're shelving the whole story. And Lisa was like, what the fuck?
2: They they don't have anything. They don't have they don't have the tapes. So without without the tapes, you don't really have a story.
0: Yeah, but still.
2: Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's on. It's only it's only the 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 prisoner's words, and who the fuck's gonna take the prisoner's words?
0: mm Hmm. But uh, Elders also finds out that twenty years prior. He did a report on Black and Irish gangs, and he interviewed the O'Reilly brothers and made them look really bad. Um, so as Eldridge is preparing to go into adabisi's old pod, I guess, uh, where he's going to stay the night with Omar, um, Omar is at the bottom of the stairs being talked to by Ryan. And Ryan's like, be calm, be calm. But Omar literally looks like a, a dog on a leash.
2: No, 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 no. Before then, remember, Ryan talks to him in the kitchen and starts giving him drugs and starts loading him up on drugs and start feeding him information. Yeah. And, and that is the, that is the mistake that he made. I think he gave him too much shit. You know what I mean? I think he gave him too much shit, and he and he gave him that information way too early. He had too much time to think about it, and then when he when he hit him off of that last that last shot, it was too early, and he just blasted the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Second thing, the biggest problem in this this was not O'Reilly's problem, but this man is supposed to be in the cell with this other dude. Why? was he not searched
0: that's a good question
2: because he rolls up he rolls up there with a knife i mean a a shank he rolls up there with a shank it's like who decided not to fucking pat him down
0: because he was about to go into the room with him but he ran the stairs duster so omar i hear you're the lucky fuck who's gonna spend the night in the cell
3: with jack Mm. I'm gonna be a TV star and shit, like, oh, uh, like, oh, um, uh, Martin Lawrence or Bart Simpson and shit. <coughs> <laughs> this is good, man. Have some more, have some more. I, you know, I just hope he doesn't disrespect you, that's all. Diss me?
4: How are you going to diss me?
3: Well, I overheard him telling somebody yesterday that you were a faggot. faggot. Yeah? that's what he said. Faggot? Yeah. But I ain't no motherfucking faggot. Well, no, oh no, oh hey, that, Omar, man. Omar, Omar. Hey, I know that. But, you know, them news media cocks, they love to twist shit around. You know, they don't give a fuck about the truth. They make a guy look the way they want him to look for the sake of the story, to boost the ratings. You know what I'm saying? Rating. Fuck the motherfucking rating, Jim. This
0: motherfucker ain't calling me no baggage. But the funny thing is... He literally <laughs> sounds like like Richard, Richard Pryor.
2: Pryor. <laughs> I thought I, when I just heard it, I was like,
0: that sounds like Richard Pryor. He ain't gonna call me no motherfucking jack. God damn! <laughs> and then this happens. I'm to say that Eldridge is actually a failure.
3: I heard that somewhere. I know. Yeah. He's like one of them closet cases, you know. But to cover up his shame, he's going to skunk you on national television. Hey, Riley. Huh? Those eggs ain't going to find themselves.
1: I'm coming. okay
4: let's go, man. But now I'm coming. I'm coming.
3: I I were you tonight, and I was alone with that cocksucker. I teach him a thing or two about being a real man. Enjoy that.
2: I think he gives him too much drugs. Mm
0: -hmm. And too much time, like you said. So Mm -hmm. he runs up the stairs towards him and tries to stab him, but instead he stabs Minio. He's like, Minio, take that! Like, how do you know Minio's name? Nigga, it's your first day in here. So they snatch him up and they take him to the hole, hopefully. Uh, We think everything's going to be all good, except for they put him into a cell with Cyril. And Cyril is still on medication. He's supposed to be calm and everything like that. But it turns out, as he tells Eldridge, I didn't take my medication today. And
2: And he starts getting flashes from
0: his life. Yep. And he's like, I remember little things. Like, I think I remember you. I think you made my mama cry. I think you gave my mom cancer. And then he beats the shit out of Jack Eldridge. And the cops come in there and snatch him off Jack. And I'm like, okay, this motherfucker must be dead. But he ain't. Cyril just beat him up. Put him in critical. Punctured some lungs. You know, he's a boxer.
2: Why did no Also, why did no one make sure the Cyril was on his meds? The whole point of having Cyril in there was the fact that he was on meds. Why didn't no one make sure that he he was on his meds so that he wouldn't harm this man? Like, this shit doesn't make any sense.
0: But then once they beat, once he gets his ass whooped, that is what you're looking for, honestly. Because blood sells. And so Lisa's like, yo, we still need to push this story. And the news is like, nah, we ain't going to do it. And so she resigned. She was like, fuck that shit. I'm about about it. If y'all ain't about it, I'll find a place it is. And that's the end of the episode. This episode literally introduced a whole new group into this ecosystem for nothing.
2: I will wait to next episode.
0: I will because I want this episode to be behind me. I wish we could do two episodes this week. (sighs) Brandon, who won the episode?
1: Uh, and Huh? Warden Glen, yeah. The piece didn't
0: come out. So he did. Yeah. I w- I-, I agree with that. I can't say it's, it's uh, O'Reilly because his plan didn't come through. Or Cyril because Cyril got to beat up the dude that gave his mom the cancer. So yeah. in some way, that's closure for him. Yep. Scar, who you got?
2: I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying
0: a You know, he got to, he got to defend his mom.
2: Yeah, and like you know, because he was asking questions about it earlier in the episode. They set this shit up like they, it's like they, they fucking telegraphed this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, there was nothing left to the imagination. Like you knew how this was gonna end. Because all, all of this was telegraphed. When he was asking the questions at the beginning of the episode, you knew at some point this shit was gonna come back. And it's just like it's 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 wink the episode. You know what I mean? Is I I, I think it's just I don't know. I don't get it. I it you know, this was Sopranos was running late. We had to rush. Like that's pretty much what this episode is. Sopranos was running late.
0: Uh, we want to thank each and every one of y'all for checking out the show. Um, you can leave a review on PodChaser. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and we got any new Stitcher. Ones? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking right now while we're talking. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think so. We deserve them, but I don't think we got any new ones. Uh, while I'm looking though, uh, I deserve
2: more stars, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. What he said. Um, nah, nothing new. Um, nah,
2: I ain't calling y'all motherfuckers. Y'all my motherfuckers.
0: Don't be no sucker. Brandon, Uh, you got anything coming up? Well, this nope. is Evergreen, so I don't know why I keep asking all that, but...
1: Nope.
0: Scar, anything? Same old, same, same old, same old, of 25. Yeah, okay. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh check us out on Twitter at return to Oswald. Brandon is on Twitter at that cool blick nerd. That's B-O-K. Uh scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger, and I'm on Twitter at Rashani. Uh you can also email the show at return to Oswald at <laughs> gmail.com. I did almost okay. say hindsight. I heard that. Either way, it works because the show shows up on hindsight as well. Yep. So you can also, if you're listening to us on hindsight speed, you can check us out at hindsightmoviereview at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate y'all. Uh, next week will be another episode without Adabisi. Like, they really didn't spend much time just. you, I thought they eulogized him. They spent a whole episode after stanking that Scott Ross got killed, eulogizing that nigga. They
1: essentially eulogized him. No? This whole episode was about the Adebisi story. But not really.
0: Not really. They introduced a new brother who's just going to try and take his place and can't take his place. Can't nobody be Simon. Anyhow, y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace.
2: Peace out.